0: That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Hello, and welcome back to the It's Become a Whole Thing podcast. I'm your host, Emily Rose, and I'm here with the one and only Amy P.
3: Hello, hello. Oh my gosh, I'm in the opening. I feel so special.
2: What do you mean you're in the opening? You're the whole show, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How are you going?
3: Um, Good. We've just been on a bit of an odyssey trying to sort out Lisa's tangled web of Vanderpump spinoffs that we have to look
2: forward to. We have, and we're going to get into that. And before we do, I just want to offer a little I guess a little palette cleanser before we get right into the Vanderpump <laughs> vintage universe, which is that if anyone needs a fun little podcast to listen to, I have a recommendation that has been really, really tickling me pink. Uh, it's called Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding? Oh, Who Shat on the Floor. Yeah, I listened to that whole
3: pod on a road trip recently. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, it's a bunch of Kiwi folks, and it's a kind of like murder mystery. Except instead of someone getting murdered, it's who shit on the boat. They're on a boat uh, at their wedding, so it can only be the people that were there. And they take it very seriously, and I appreciate it. Yeah, it's pretty. They're pretty funny. Yeah, the investigation continues. <laughs> um. Anyway, so. <laughs> That's just that's just a little fun aside. Um, the worst the worst thing about having a pop culture podcast is it makes it often hard to listen to other pop culture podcasts that I love. Totally. I just I just think about work. So who's shat on the floor? My wedding's perfect. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna stop saying that now. Let's chat about we're gonna get into a recap of a very pivotal episode in Vanderpump history. And First, we want to just situate ourselves like what's happening right now? What's it what's what's in the air? I can't really sort through, so I want to need you to like walk me through it, Samantha. Okay.
3: So we're currently filming season eleven Vanderpump Rules, the classic. Um cool. and meanwhile, they are also filming in as-yet untitled spin-off show starring Jax, Brittany, Kristen, her boyfriend Luke. And then assorted other couples that we just heard a, a rumored cast announcement about um, who we may know. How do you feel? How do I feel? How do you feel about this spinoff? About this spinoff. So um, first, can I, can I read who else is coming? Along? Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't... Yeah. Yeah. Please. So they'll also be joined by real estate agents, Michelle and Jesse Lally, former Miss USA Nia Sanchez and her husband, Daniel Janet and Jason Caperna. We know Janet from being Sheena's friend and then being Lala's friend. And I guess they're everyone. Zach Wickham, who is uh, Brittany's best Southern gay best friend, um, who is in a lot of scenes with them. And then Bachelor Nation's Jasmine Good, who we know and has been sort of in the background friends with Sheena for a while now. So Sheena and Lala have already filmed for the spinoff. Um, they filmed a matching tattoo scene with Brittany and I don't know who else. And No, it was just, it was just Sheena,
2: Lala, and Brittany. Okay. Um, and they, they got their kids' names tattooed on their wrist.
3: So they're going to do crossover episodes on both shows, just like on Beverly Hills when they launched Vanderpump. And that I'm extremely looking forward to and it the spinoff really i mean no i said the crossover episodes i mean i'll watch i'm gonna oh. watch this spinoff are you kidding
2: of course no no it's not no 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 no, no. that was not even a question <laughs> worth asking of course we're gonna watch it i said are you excited because i'm just i'll just tell you right now i'm not i'm not excited uh, yes i'm excited I, i'm frustrated because i was just led
3: astray by this tiktok that said that they think that this is all a ruse To hide the announcement that they're all just going to be filming for Vanderpump again. Which would have been amazing if true. And if it does come true, like, yes, all my prayers will be answered. But if we can't do that, I will settle for this. Yes.
2: It felt true because I wanted to believe it.
3: Yeah, me too. Me
2: too. Yeah. I mean, I'm scared. Actually, this, this was... This was a question that I got at the live show in the Q&A it was which I'm more excited for the next season of Vanderpump Rules or Sister Wives and controversially I actually said Sister Wives because I'm just so nervous for all the heat and all the attention that's now on our little show. Yeah, it'll probably be a bad season because after
3: an explosive season, there's usually just naturally a bit more of a lull.
2: Um, so yeah, I obviously don't, I don't expect it to be anywhere near a fever pitch level that it was for this like season 10. But what I, what I'm just really concerned about is how they address this newfound fame that the cast has. And I really want them to address it. And if not, it's going to feel like this weird elephant in the room, like when they fired the cast and never acknowledged it or said their names ever again. Yeah. I know. I know that was weird. And they're going to have to show that Ariana's, like, filming
3: Dancing with the Stars. And, like, you would think, like, they're going to have to explain what she's so busy with at some point. So,
2: But you think that, but that's what I'm just, like, if they don't, that's going to be upsetting to me. Because I want, I just, I need them to continue the Scandal story, which that includes them becoming... I don't want to say A listers, but really mainstream. Yeah, and Sandoval becoming
3: like so hated. Which I, of course he'll he'll talk about. But um Yeah. Yeah, I mean then there were rumors like, oh, production's mad at Ariana because she won't film with Tom. Um obviously I'm disappointed too and annoyed, but like I'm a human being, so I'm not gonna be like force her to do it. Like wait, you're You're annoyed with Ariana for not building I'm not saying I'm annoyed at Ariana, but I'm, like, I feel annoyance in my body when I think that I won't get, like, the wringing out of their
2: dirty laundry until every last drop is stripped. (laughs) Well, we never really got much wringing out of the laundry together, you know, like, not that that would be emotionally healthy for anyone, but we got the final episode where they were kind of yelling at each other and then the reunion, but everyone was screaming too much for anything to really come out.
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, surely there's some conversation that could be had that would be healing for both people, but I guess she's saying no. Like, I don't give a shit about him. I never want to engage with him again, and I get that. But, like, engage with him for me.
2: (laughs) For my entertainment. Um, We want... (laughs) We want you to dance like the drunk clowns that you are. No, I don't know. I, I, I get that. Like, I don't, I wouldn't find talking to my exes after healing. I don't believe in closure for the people, but for the sake of the show, I see the point that you're making.
3: Yeah. Like, like I need everybody to have calmed down and taken a breath and just film again. Like, and he can be like, I just want you to know that I'm whatever. I guess he said his piece. I don't know what could be wrong, but something. Well, Their secrets. I need to have all their secrets
2: out on the table. Like for us, the audience. Yeah. And that's another thing is that I'm, I want all the secrets to be spilled, but instead what we're getting right now is people filming their every move, you know, from the sidelines at the bars. And so if we get that, all these little news reports, I don't want to say spoilers because it's just, people kind of spying in on on their lives while they're filming whatever we're not going to find out too much if we get that and then not the full honest raw truth from them it's going to be doubly upsetting Mm -hmm. because everyone's keeping tabs on them so closely yeah yeah
3: i i think that she'll be forced to in some way i last last i heard she's agreed to sit down with andy cohen as a mediator and the two of them or something like that um that'd be perfect it'd be okay i mean i'd rather just the two of them in the home that they still
2: live in together. Like I want, I want Andy to be present because Tom doesn't respect women. And so, and so I want like both someone who is a man and his boss to hold him to all the little questions. He's going to weasel his way out. of. And I need to hear the whole story of why they're still in the house. I want to hear them
3: argue about whether to sell the house. I want to hear them talk about their financial situation, pull out every bill so I can review it on my own time, scan it. Like I need to see where they're
2: at with the debts, with the liens, with the house, with the businesses, all of it. Actually, that's true. I don't need them to have a healing conversation because I don't think it would be healing or helpful for anyone, but they do need to work out the house business, how they're going to sort that out. And yeah, I think that would be great content for TV and we... But they gotta figure it out anyway. Yeah, I like, wanna know
3: what's it like dude. for two reality stars who are both opening restaurants and both went in half on a house and then got into a huge fight. Like, I wanna know what, what's that like?
2: And one of them took out a loan on the house against, like, against the restaurant? How do you say it? They they took money out of the house yeah. to put into the restaurant. Yes. Which they're now both on the line yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. Even though I mean Ariana's is obviously not struggling for money right now, but she said she's she's trying to create generational wealth. She's like, you know, her, her mom doesn't have money. Like, she wants to like provide for her family mm-hmm. and money is easy come, easy go. So it's not like even though yes, obviously she's doing very well now, doesn't mean you you're not set for life just because no. you're the it girl this year. Yeah,
3: totally. And and we can only estimate how much they get paid per season. But even if they got paid over a million at this point, like that just doesn't go as far as it used to, especially not in L.A. Like they're they would still be
2: poor. <laughs> yeah. And a restaurant, even if it's the most popular, you know, something about her, it's not necessarily going to make money right away. Even a bustling restaurant. Mm-hmm. No,
3: they, I mean, they have to pay back the huge investment that they made into the property and I heard they had to tear down their balcony outside their patio rather because apparently it wasn't a code and now they don't get outdoor seating like it just sounds like it's a whole nightmare
2: well to me I mean opening a restaurant period sounds like a nightmare I would don't I I would never for any money get into the food and beverage industry it just seems to be something that doesn't make money that easily and has a lot of complications around it and the customers food makes people crazy Mm -hmm. no i
3: know i hear you i i can't believe people still do it because it's so risky especially post-pandemic but
2: god bless them god bless um well i want to get into today's episode so let's Let's dive right in. First, I just want to say that if you're enjoying the show, please support. You can support us over on Patreon, patreon.com slash it's become a whole thing. You get an extra episode every week. You can support us for free by rating it five stars wherever you're listening and send it to a buddy. Send it to send it to someone in their time of need. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be a it'll be a benevolent service you're doing to them, um, and yeah, we're gonna take a quick quick break. Oh my god, how did that? Why did that come out? Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back. This episode of It's Become a Whole Thing is sponsored by BetterHelp. So you guys hear me talk about my mental health on here. I don't know weekly. Uh, it's a huge part of my platform because of how much i've struggled with it throughout my life and how important talking about it has been and how important all the different tools that i've gained have been for just getting me to where i am today and therapy's been a huge part of that so uh, at my core i am a stressy depressy gal and i hear from a lot of you guys and know that so many of you feel the same way and have a lot of similar profound struggles but That said, whether mental health is an ongoing struggle for you, or you're just going through something right now, to me, all roads lead back to therapy. So therapy has been so important for me to function, to get to this point that I'm at in life. It's something that I think everyone should try at least once, and that everyone should have access to. So getting started is often the hardest part. I know for me, I had so many people tell me I should go to therapy and I just, I dragged my feet for so long. And then when I finally did it, it was like, it was so intense. It was like opening up the floodgates. Uh, But then I finally, once I finally got started, it got easier and easier. It's helped me with coping skills, perspective. um, And at some points in my life, it's just helped me get through the day. But again, like it doesn't have to be just for major trauma. It can be for life decisions, times of transitions, getting to know yourself better, like whatever it is. Um, If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, fitting to your schedule. So all you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and then switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I know for both me and Oliver, before we ever met, we both had similar experiences of wanting to do therapy and then having to go through a few different therapists just to find one that we were both on the same page with as individuals. Um, It almost felt like dating, like speed dating or something um, until I finally found one that just, just got where I was coming from. I prefer a therapist who's a woman like it's okay to apply whatever criteria you need when it is your time that you need help. So let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/become today to get 10% off your first month. That's slash help, become mm.
1: For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. I was thinking about like when you
2: give, when like a baby's crying and you give them like a bottle and a blanket, you put on some nice calming like white noise. That's what the adult version is for us, what we're doing today. Yeah. Like I laughed. I
3: did a horror movie scream two or three times in this episode like it truly
2: entertains like nothing else i know i know and we've anyone who's been with us for a while has really been on a journey with us and this show which is intrinsic to who we are as people
3: yeah i i take little parts of them with me every day
2: everywhere i go well, I mean, from us doing a seance wishing for the downfall of Katie and Schwartz's marriage to them announcing their divorce the next day, all the way to all, ever, all our pre scandal obsession, our continued obsession. Um, and really, that's just our dedication to good quality cinema. I mean, I know that's usually a word referring to the big screen, but this is... This is canon. This is EGOT-worthy. And this show just got nominated for an Emmy. Two Emmys, I think.
3: At sure. least one. It, it deserves them all. Like, it should sweep every category. Like, best yeah. female lead, Sheena Shea. Finally getting that top billing that she's been denied her entire life. Disregarded. Disrespected. And- best
2: song. Good as gold. Uber, Uber One Remix. Yes, like, it's
3: just, there's nothing else that's as rich because there's no other show in which everyone is wrong and everyone is right and everyone is a villain and yet everyone is vindicated at some point. Like, it doesn't exist. You
2: couldn't write this. Shakespeare could never. Could the bard? Like, worthless. Throw it away. Burn it. Um, And yeah and and i still have people trickling in, being like oh i'm just jumping on the bandwagon i know this is late i'm like you can join anytime like this is an open this is an open invite it's never too late it's like coming home to god like we are waiting we're waiting with open exactly to embrace (laughs) you (laughs) anytime (laughs) yeah and this is we're doing this for us we needed it we needed a win we needed a win i know i know if we had done a check-in before watching this episode lord knows what we would have been up to but now we're feeling rested restored and just ready to ready to get into it should we just should we just get right in yeah let's do it let's plunge let's let's dive into this recap of vanderpump rules what episode was the name oh yeah season one episode seven caught yes, with your Trousers down 7. Yes, caught with your trousers down. The the episode to come after Vegas with a vengeance, which we famously <laughs> recorded on the main feed if you want to go listen to that. And I think there's was uh, there was one in between. It's been a few days since
3: they've been home from Vegas, but it's not long. Like we we really are like checking right back in.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you need to pause and go catch up on Vegas with Vengeance, either our recap or watching it. Go Actually, ahead. Actually, that was episode four, and this
3: is episode seven. So there oh. has, but like at this time when they're filming, every episode is like 24 hours. Like it is happening so fast and furious. Yeah, true. There's breakups and makeups and new relationships and cheating happening
2: every day, every hour on the hour. <laughs> Nonstop. I know. Every line. And okay, so. Normally, dear listeners, we kind of like coordinate, we'll take turns taking the brunt of like the notes on something. And we both conferred right before this that we knew that that would be useless for this because we both just for ourselves just had to transcribe this episode essentially. Yeah, we both had to fill a 20 page notebook about
3: this episode because that's our process. That's our journaling. That's our self-reflection. That's
2: our healing time. Yes, yes yeah consider me healed for now. So we start off with the one and only Laura Lee, Laura Lee like this is this is really the best thing to come of Scandival is that people got to finally be pulled into the show and get to know these characters that are like real they're real deep cuts. Laura Lee was a flash in the pan. She was a three episode wonder, never to be heard of again. But her impact on society, immeasurable. Nobody has ever, like, I think there's records of, like,
3: Meryl Streep or whoever winning a best supporting actress Oscar with, like, you know, three minutes of dialogue or something. Like, supporting can be a very, very, very small part. Laura Lee showed that there is no small parts, only small actors because with this time that she had,
2: she's one of the greatest reality show characters of all time. Yeah. Christina Kelly could never. Um <laughs> although <laughs> Christina Kelly is the like little melba toast they give you in between courses at a fancy restaurant, like she just kind of cleanses the palate. So I, I look, <laughs> I'm a C- Christina Kelly defender, but I
3: would never even say her name in the same breath as Laura Lee. Laura Lee, Meryl Streep, Dustin,
2: I forget his last name. Hoffman? Yeah, thank you. (laughs) We don't know or care. (laughs) I mean, I literally
3: can't, like, I can't leave Vanderpump World just yet. Like, it's like, no. No, we're channeling. Dustin Hill? (laughs) Well, I was sleeping
2: with John Mayer, so... (laughs) i got to i got up to a lot in the 90s um yeah <laughs> yeah so lauralee and kristen are reading lines for some kind of acting project they're in and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we're not sure but kristen tells us that they're all aspiring actors and musicians we see little flashes of all their little side projects and says that lisa doesn't want them to stay at sir she just wants this to be a launching pad them to go on to bigger and better things and in this two
3: minute flash cut check-in with all of them we got more information than like it, it it's just wild we see Sheena in the studio like struggling through a new song that we never get to hear the full version of that was amazing no like we see Jax in a sunglass store <laughs> which is yeah Amazing foreshadowing for his future arrest on a felony charge of
2: stealing some <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> we see Peter's short film where they're all sitting and watching it and Laura Lee after goes, I cared about the character. I was invested.
3: <laughs> yeah, they did a round table in like the world's scariest looking theater where it's just like black leather couches scattered about and like the walls are peeling. It looks like saw the basement in saw. Um it looks like a, sk- a skinema to me. Yeah, so so Peter is at this point directing films and he always chooses Tom Sandoval as his leading man because <laughs> this is He's not his... the sci-fi movie we later see. <laughs> he is his muse. Yes. <laughs> um, and we see that Tom Sandoval's in a band with Max Todd, Lisa Vanderpump's son. Um, how did that
2: not take off? That was his in, mean, you would think. Well, I don't think Max was ever... Max never made a big splash.
3: No, I know, but, like, they, they tried to, like, befriend Max to get that, like, Lisa Vanderpump funding, but I guess they forgot that Lisa Vanderpump doesn't love Max <laughs> because he's not yeah. her biological child. Oh, is that why? He's not her
2: biological child? No, they adopted him. <gasps> and just Pandora is? Wait, how yeah. did they not know this? Where do they adopt him from? I... Like, was he from Ken's previous marriage or they just adopted him? It, he's not related to either of them, I believe, biologically. Oh my, God. oh my God. So that's why she doesn't love him.
3: I mean, I, yeah, like, obviously, we're not suggesting
2: that this applies to anyone. Like a, Pandora was given, like, a house.
3: Yeah, fully <laughs> furnished a, home and a yeah. job. She runs Vanderpump Rose, her and her husband, like, given a legacy. Max has always just struggled along, busting his teeth out
2: every now and again, like, having to get yeah. them replaced um he's he's barely above a bus boy at this point i think he's a manager at at tom tom or something yeah he still buses though he'll still bust the okay. tables
3: um yeah we see stassi styling tina uh in a photo shoot um oh wait i didn't even mention Jax when he's in the sunglass store he's the model on the poster on the wall like this is Jax's yeah. like peak of getting catalog modeling jobs and he's looking very handsome Stuff hasn't really caught up with him yet. Like, no, no, this hopeful montage, it's like they all think they're still going to make it like this is just a stepping stone
2: on the way. And they do. In a way, not doing what they want to do, though. No, but that's why they say, be careful what you wish for and that you have to be very specific with what you manifest, (laughs) because they're basically saying we want fame at all costs no matter what the price, no matter what the category. And they got that. Yeah. Like Stasi jokingly once
3: like posted, like we made a deal with the devil and it really paid off. Um, and I, I agree. Like with all the Hollywood Satanism talk on conspiracy talk, like this is an example where hmm, the, the
2: devil might've been involved. I can't rule that out. The devil might be Lisa herself not sure
3: yeah she's giving like in this episode kind of elizabeth hurley in um god what's that movie where she plays the devil with brendan Fraser? bewitched yes. Her. it's
2: like yes fuck i could Bedeviled. Something. something like that anything outside of vanderbump rules we're like <laughs> our brains just go flat line we're like sorry movie <laughs> a movie another movie not this <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, not this, but like Lisa's like sexy and mean in this episode and like I really enjoy it.
2: She is. Um, but before we get to Lisa, we see Stasi in her apartment um working away strapped to the beast. Um, and by that I mean <laughs> typing away for Pandora's. <laughs> <laughs> typing away for pandora's website the divine addiction which like call online luxury magazine <laughs> well that's a bit of a stretch okay non- that's uh stassi's words not yep. mine yeah and frank is belittling her contribution what is it stassi's corner or stassi's styles yeah something like that frank is belittling it he's not he he does not believe in blogging, even though Stasi says this is not blogging. This is contributing to an online magazine. Yeah, and she's like, I've gone over that a million
3: times with you. Like, stop calling it a blog. Like, And he's, she says, he's the kind of guy who puts up my closet pole and it falls down. But Jax was the kind of guy who didn't even try to put the pole up. So this is like a minuscule step up for her. But we actually see Frank berating her because his own closet pole fell. And he's like... You got too many fucking clothes. How about we give away half your dresses to Salvation Army? How about you get off your ass and help me? And she's like, "I told you, I have to write this article. I have a deadline."
2: The poll couldn't support the weight of all of her statement necklaces at the time; <laughs> <laughs> it collapsed. And it stopped. Frank's doing a lot of grunting, like just yeah. He's, an- he's always annoyed. Something there's a lot of like, you know, cr- uh, Cro-Magnon man kind of energy. Oh yeah. Oh, my God. Frank is the worst. He's he's the worst boyfriend she ever had. And that's saying so much, (sighs) so much, because even now people are like, Bo, but I don't like Bo. I don't love Bo. I'd give Bo like a five
3: out of 10, you know, when compared to the general population.
2: But Frank is like a minus one. Yes. Yes, he is. Um, and, and I, and I caught up with him, which we don't usually do a, where are they now section, but we are going to do it for this episode later on. So we just see a brief flash. We'll get more Frank later on, but now we're at Lisa's house and she's got her PR lady there. Uh, and she says the PR lady said that she's fitting and Lisa says that she doesn't know what fitting is, but it sounds scary to her. So unintentionally anti-semitic we love love, love that Lisa is Lisa is such a wasp she's like oh lord I don't know what this ethnic language is but it scares me (laughs) frankly Um, (laughs) um yeah and okay i'm obsessed with any time lisa brings in these like random side characters to help with the restaurant she's like everything's incredible it's amazing but i still want to spice it up a bit her suggestion to spice it up is what if we did a happy hour and the pr lady's like (laughs) yes yes let's do that (laughs) she's like that's literally exactly what i was gonna say (laughs)
3: geniuses at work so i yeah. them both the big bucks um and also in this meeting we kind of get the first time that ken todd slips in a little rumor on camera he's like hey,
2: did you hear the rumor down sorry how sorry well we're too excited what did you say how much did you expect it was like Did you hear Tom Sandoval was calling the jacuzzi with Raquel? Like when he started saying, did you hear the rumor? That's what I was expecting him to say. Even though I know that timeline wise, that's impossible. You had a blip in the timeline and you were like into
3: temporal positions at once. But no, this is, uh, this is just a precursor. Did you hear the rumor? Well, I don't know how I'm going to tell you this, but security went into the bathroom downstairs and, caught Jack's Laura Lee were naked in the bathroom having sex (laughs) like the full room like they were caught by security ass naked in the bathroom door
2: unlocked fucking (laughs) oh my god that oh my god that sounds like the UTI from hell naked in a sticky restaurant bathroom yeah and then Lisa's like are you kidding me having
3: sex on the floor But Ken didn't say on the floor, but it made me really wonder. I was thinking standing, for sure. Um, I thought he said they caught them naked on the bathroom floor. uh, I thought he said in the bathroom, and then Lisa said on the floor. Are you kidding me? But I didn't hear him say it, so I wasn't sure if it was a misunderstanding or if he did indeed say at some point that they were on the floor. Because you can feel like how sticky and dirty Sir is through the screen
2: yes yes and and i feel like staff bathrooms would be cleaned even less than the regular one because they're like well whatever we don't care about employees clearly Um, the pr girl on her a-game she says look as your publicist that is not a good look
3: (laughs) she practically like looked into the camera afterward like slay that's gonna make the edit (laughs)
2: Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, more on that later. There's a lot, a lot packed into this episode.
3: Yeah, so um, now we're back at Sir. We're on yeah. shift. Stassi hasn't spoken to Katie or Kristen since Be- Vegas. It's been a few days, at least. And then Stassi's like, well, I've got to clock into work. And starts her shift with having a big pasta dinner and a takeout container with Sheena. And that's not allowed clocked in on shift in your uniform on the floor. No. Not allowed. So Kristen is pissed. <laughs> Kristen rats out Stassi to Peter. He's like, Peter, Stassi is sitting there eating and she clocked in at six. Like I'm taking all her tables. I'm doing
2: everything. Like this isn't fair. And Peter's like, I'll deal with it. I could see Stassi being lazy, but I could also see Stassi's point when she's like, Kristen has like three tables and she's freaking out and micromanaging everyone. And I'm like, I could see that as well. I could see both things being true.
3: Well, it's a purely emotional reaction from Kristen because she's just, and she says this later, she's like, whenever I see her, I just start acting crazy because it's like, I'm so emotional about what's going on with us. Yeah, fair. But also Stassi's a a horrible employee and
2: I get it because so was I. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. Um, and is this when Laura Lee? So Laura Lee and Jacks are at another restaurant. Is this when she drags him away to have sex? In yeah, the yeah. It was other bath-
3: going on a sushi date, presumably at noon, and she drags him back and is like, "This is where the employee bathroom is." And then they're still miked up, so we hear some like sucking and
2: <laughs> like, well, moaning. As we we've been talking about Summerhouse and how basically it is porn at this point so i was unaffected because we only heard one or two grunts and i'm used to like oh yeah yeah well like it just a a three minute (laughs) cut yeah um but yeah we did we did hear noises they were doing naughty things on their day a lot of daytime action in this episode people in the full light of day being sinful
3: (laughs) yeah yeah and uh, laura lee You know, she gets back to the table, she's all red in the face and like her skin's irritated and she's like sweating and giggling, her hair's a mess. She's just like you can just feel that she's like has such serious mental health like issues that are are coming up and Jax is like taking advantage of her in this time. Like when I watched this scene, I was thinking about this like really disturbing Reddit thread that I came across recently that was like men who dated the so-called crazy girl but can never leave like why and it was like all about how like girls with borderline or bipolar are like such freaks and they'll like just suck you off in the middle of a parking lot and everyone just the guys were like i can never have that again like they'll do anything and like to please you and like i love
2: it and like it's like oh no this is jackson laurel i have a like the only i i wonder if she hadn't taken him to that uh a meeting if if he would have stuck around a little bit longer but it was never it was never faded to last no but she- laura lee doesn't know that unfortunately no. she's leaned in she she says i can honestly say you're the most attractive man i ever have- ever dated i feel like someone's been following me around for five years and saying what would you like in a man and then giving you the secrets and that's how much you say the right things and Jax is like oh no this is when he starts to realize he's in too deep he's lost in the sauce
3: yeah she's just like babe come on babe like babe like she's talking to him like he's her boyfriend she's like i can't keep my hands off of you i don't want to keep my hands off of you ever like you know it, it, and he's just like whoa <laughs> like, he's and when she says like people have been it's like someone's followed me around and written down everything i want a man to say and now you say it like it's
2: like yeah that's that's jacks yeah he's manipulative that was weirdly accurate though yes in an exactly unknowing way he's giving you exactly what you want to hear in the beginning he's an expert expert manipulator love bomber everything yeah
3: um and in yeah. his confessional he's like I can see Laura Lee is 100% into our relationship, but I don't know that I'm 100% or even 50%. <laughs> that,
2: that really, that had to hurt watching back. <laughs> yeah, he's like 5% invested. He's just there for a couple dates and then he's going to head out. But now we had a spin class and it just reminded me that this is when you could say the truth on TV. Yeah. Because Kristen is like, Everyone has to be skinny who works at SIR. You have to be a size two. We all work out five days a week. People don't talk like that anymore, but people are still very much living like that.
3: Yeah, she's like, there's a lot of pressure to be the hottest, thinnest girl at SIR. So we work out five days a week. And it's like, okay, thank you. I appreciate the refreshing. Yeah, honesty. This is one of my favorite throwaway scenes ever for some reason. Katie and Kristen getting their asses kicked at Soul (laughs) Cycle, Like... They just like stagger out into the like hot July sidewalk and they're like, I just needed some air. I And Katie's like, I don't think I liked it. Kristen's like, I'm not coming back. And Katie's like, it's (laughs) not a workout I could get used to. And Kristen's like, I almost vomited literally.
2: (laughs) Same. I cannot fucking do soul cycle. It is so hard. No. and, And imagine doing it hungover like they probably are. I can't. They just look like they were, they jumped in
3: the lake. They're just soaked in sweat and Uh, absolutely trying to like cool themselves down with wet towels while discussing the drama with, with Stassi.
2: Yeah. And uh, yeah, I know it was, it was, it was visceral, but now we head over to sir and Lisa is meeting with Jackson, Laura Lee in the VIP room and they're in trouble Lisa says I heard on good authority that you were caught with your trousers down and Jack's like when where
3: and she's like is there a choice of places or was it one time <laughs> and like, Laura Lisa <laughs> <laughs> no you you
2: well we had sex at Takami <laughs>
3: And she's like, no, no, I heard from management you were caught having sex. It's, uh, what is she talking about? What are you
2: talking about? They completely yeah, deny I, it. I wouldn't have time to even think about anything <laughs> like that at work.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a delicious scene for
2: Lisa. She's just like, I think you would make time for that. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, and she knows, everyone knows, but then it's funny because they were caught by security. But then Lisa says, unless I like, caught them in the act, I'm going to have to let it go. But I'm like, they were caught in the act. Yeah, this I know. Is her, this is which she loves this. Like, yeah. naughty boys. Like, ew, yes. well. if this was we're- Kristen, she would have her arrested. If this then, was like,
3: Kristen, she would be
2: on the sex offender registry. <laughs> like, literally, she would be like, like, question like, she'd be like, maybe she's doing prostitution. I don't know. Like, she would yeah. get Kristen so bad. <laughs> Jack, She's like, oh, well, when the cat's away, the mice will play.
3: <laughs> I know, and then she's like, Loralee, you're excused. I need to talk to Jax one-on-one. And she basically <laughs> says that Laura Lee is emotionally unstable and he's wrong to be, like playing with her heart. She's like, she may look strong. She's not. She's not
2: well. <laughs> she basically says, stay away from that crazy slut, Jax. Yeah, she's like, I paint you. She's like, she's smoking ice, Jax.
3: (laughs) She can't be trusted.
2: (laughs) And, but Jax doesn't fucking care at all. Nope. At this point, no. No, because he's having a great time. Sticking it to Stassi. Yeah. Everything's going well. Uh, And speaking of going well, Katie shows up at Stassi's house two bottles of cheap white wine in in hand Saucy says the usual again <laughs> yeah. daytime just daytime rocking out i would i would be puking one well, bottle of daytime white wine in they
3: they have not eaten anything but Adderall and cigarettes in days and a, one lukewarm pasta a day and then they each drink one full bottle of white wine midday on an empty stomach like it, it's just it boggles it boggles the mind i know they
2: need to be studied by science before yeah. they decay anymore um, <laughs> so they reconcile i don't know i'm not i wasn't that interested in this scene
3: this is like one of like many like katie and stassi reconciling scenes that were to get in the years to come and but they like Just cry it out and say, I love you. And they play the clip of Katie being like, I just hate that you would ever think that I didn't have your back. They like use that clip a lot in the future. So that's where this is from. They just discuss how like the whole Frank situation just tore them apart. But Frank is about to be a
2: non-issue. So Both at Sir and in Stassi's life. Actually, no, he's about to be a big issue because of the sex tape. Yeah, but not an
3: issue between Katie and Saucy because they'll be united against him in minutes. True. Yeah, but
2: Frank will be like a wart on
3: Saucy's legacy.
2: Yeah. So now we go to Sir. Now things are really ramping up in this episode.
3: Oh. Now we get a, a tasty little, little rumor. Jackson and Peter are on, on shift and Peter's like, what happened last night? I don't know. Like I didn't hear or like the other day. And um, because they see that a handsome bartender named Joey is on shift and it's Frank's shift so where is Frank so we go straight to Joey to get the dirt i love when yeah. the surrounding cast of servers gets to get in on a
2: scene because they always make it count <laughs> oh they are yeah they're taking their moment and seizing it yes frank frank was charging people double for a double martini like charging them for like two martinis yeah thirty dollars a drink (laughs) yeah for like a mediocre at best martini and they're getting pissed and frank just escalates things yells at them calls them a peasant yells at them to get out and says oh you need to get out before i embarrass you by pulling your underwear over your head you fucking nerd yeah, he
3: says, How dare you come in here and order drinks and not be able to pay with them? You better go back
2: over to your ugly girlfriend before <laughs> He's like a Harry Potter villain. Like, you know the like yeah. those like those like dum-dums, Malfoy's little guys in the background. Totally. Yeah, and then the customer threw his beer in Frank's face,
3: so Guillermo sent him home. Like, I wish I was there so bad. Like the people that were there witnessed one of the most
2: historic events in history, and they don't even know, probably. And you know what I want to know more about? So na- then Lisa calls in Frank. Stassi's panicked. Frank's un- unbothered on the surface. Well, because
3: they're on their way. They're she's Stassi's in the car because they're on their way to meet her parents for the very first time. And then Lisa's like, well, I need an emergency meeting on your way over.
2: Yeah. And this is something... I never really caught in my rewatches, but I did this time. Lisa's getting into it and she's like, there was another incident that you know about with Kyle. Kyle Richards? What did Frank do to Kyle Richards? I want to know about that. Yeah.
3: She's like, I confronted him about it. And then he like, he first tried to like duck and dodge, but eventually he had to admit that he was inappropriate with her. I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) I know what did he do to Kyle Richards like that and to be given another shot after embarrassing one of her
2: Beverly Hills friends I was like at this point Beverly Beverly Hills Housewives was very popular and Vanderpump Rules was a nothing show but Frank always had an air of self-importance yeah I
3: literally screamed when Lisa walked in um she just had such power such a powerful aura she's like are you nervous, Frank? You look it. He's like, no, but he's literally like shaking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. True. (laughs) And and she's like, I'm really pissed off. I've spent my entire life creating an amazing atmosphere in my restaurants and teaching my staff to be polite. And this guy screws it up by being aggressive with a customer. So Frank's trying to weasel out. He's like, no, no, no. The guy said this actually. And I said this and lisa gets him when she's like well you said something else that was very funny tell me what you said and frank like <laughs> he like can't hold back his like smile and laugh at his like hilarious comment like,
2: it was funny yeah
3: <laughs> she's like be a man and stand up and tell me what you said so he's like well i told the customer he better go back to his girlfriend or i'd pull his underwear over his fucking head <laughs> i can't believe he said that to his
2: boss I can't mean, believe he I said it to the mean-
3: customer, and I can't believe he repeated it even once, let alone the many times we hear him have to say it in this episode.
2: <laughs> and why is he thinking like a like a cartoon little boy in elementary school? I'm surprised he didn't say, oh, "I'm going to get my slingshot out, and I'm going to get you with a spit wad." Like what? <laughs> I know he's like in his Dennis the Menace, like
3: Dennis mode. the Menace.
2: Yeah, it exactly. Yeah, Lisa fires him.
3: Yeah, she says, "I'll make it easy
2: for you. I'm firing you." And it was powerful, but he, you but know, Frank's got places to be. And that is meeting his sort of new girlfriend's parents
3: when he and walks now,
2: out into the alley and he's like,
3: my prayers have been answered. And she's like, what did you get suspended? And he's like, even better. And she's like, you got fired. And he's like, yep. <laughs> he's like, wait, what? That isn't funny at all. Like that, that scene had my skin crawling.
2: You. so bad no no me too and now we go into a scene that i would say is the most important to stassi's origin story of any scene that you could watch completely agree uh it it's unbelievable from start to finish yeah and it's like it just reminds me of english class in high school when like teachers would stop we, they'd be reading an important novel or text and they'd stop every couple of lines to analyze it and I'd be and I would be like at the time like why are we analyzing this so much? There's not that much meaning. And then later I would understand, okay, yeah, actually there were that many layers of meaning. That's the yeah. scene. Like you you literally have to circle and highlight each word and
3: annotate because every single thing bears so much weight. Yeah. So we arrive, we arrive at the lunch, it's midday, we're in an empty restaurant. They're the only table. Dana and Mark Stassi's divorced parents are sitting on the same side of the table, having a cocktail. It's morning. It's seemingly like noon at the latest. Um, And they have already bought and drank a
2: entire bottle of pomegranate vodka. And they have also ordered a bottle of wine. (laughs) That was something that I caught. With so, I when they, they said we were drinking stoli pomegranate, I just didn't know what that was, so I looked it up. I didn't, I always thought it was wine. No, they were drinking straight vodka both before that meeting and then at this lunch. Um, and Stasi's like, Okay, you've been drinking for two hours, but before that, the dad's cooked to Frank. The first thing he says, You're more substantial than the last one, and then Stasi goes, well, What are we drinking? And they say, Everything, <laughs> yes, yes, they've had
3: the they've had 26 shots of vodka already and now they order um a bottle of wine as well um and Stasi says hey we're from new orleans we like to drink we like to party and her dad's like we needed this to deal with you <laughs> and then Stasi's like like frank says something like oh great drink i'm a bartender well former bartender and stassi's like yeah frank got fired
2: today <laughs> then he says i'm like gonna get into commercial real estate and then the mom is like that's good enough for dana she's like oh so you have a real job yeah
3: yeah but um but first mark's like another unemployed boyfriend <laughs> we just get like a taste of what he's been through with i'm sure some of the
2: losers that came before um but but he likes my- that he's a big hearty man
3: yeah He's like right. Republican
2: haircut, <laughs> totally.
3: Um, and they love that they they love that he hates Stassi. But we'll get to that. So first, he he tells them the underwear story. He tells them about the wedgie threat, and they all laugh and laugh. And I am already stunned and shocked
2: at how well this is going. <laughs> and Stassi is too. She's in disbelief. Yeah. In yeah. Disbelief.
3: And Stassi's like, and can you believe it? Like Jackson Laura Lee were caught banging in the bathroom and they didn't even get a suspension. And yet Frank gets fired for threatening a
2: customer. (laughs) But then Frank is uninterested in that. And he just wants to rail on Stasi. Yeah, he's like, let's get into the what we're really here to do is completely humiliate Stassi so she's like roast Stassi is the people that are supposed to be closest to her in her yeah
3: life. exactly he thinks this is a roast so he's like Stassi has pretty girl syndrome you know like she she knows she's a pretty girl and if she doesn't want to do something she can just get someone else to do it for her and that's why I always get calls from her being like can you do this can you do that and he's like and that's fine but I just want to have three days off in a row sometimes because I'm not getting paid for this and While he's giving this monologue, the camera is panning on her parents. They're not smiling. And the whole time you're just expecting they're going to say, don't speak that
2: way about my daughter. The editing was so brilliant. Yeah, because there's a pause. There's a few second pause. And you're like, obviously, any parent would be upset. First time you're meeting this, this guy and he's going on this rant. That's not what we get. Nope. Dana says, she didn't always have this
3: syndrome and dad says yeah she was homely in high school
2: Dana's that's like, their response that is their response <laughs> goes, him, him frank saying like i am being asked to be a supportive partner like and just help my girlfriend with various things as you know is expected in a relationship what the fuck and they're like yeah she was ugly in high school Dana's like, she had a little tummy and she was really pale.
3: She didn't date. She was a loser. She would just come home and eat bread from the inside out while
2: she laid on the kitchen floor. (laughs) Frank is howling. (laughs) Depression queen. Depression queen Stassi.
3: Well, she's like, that's not true, mom. Like, I, you know, I don't
2: actually think every day she ate bread from the inside out on the floor of the kitchen. But her mom speaks so mean. (laughs) Yeah, but also, like, you're really hungry in, in high school when you come home from school. Like, Anne sounds like she was depressed. I mean, I can't believe it.
3: Having the parents and the boyfriend are all united in laughter about her being an really- ugly loser who's also demanding and annoying.
2: Yeah, and you think that you're they're howling with laughter. Stassi's kind of laughing uncomfortably or more also out of relief that, you know, yeah, this is going well. And you think that it couldn't get any more bananas at this 12th. It is 12 p.m. at a restaurant. What else could happen? Dad takes out a flask. On one side, an engraved gun. On the other side, photo Stacy as a child. Yep. Hey,
3: they look at the picture and then flip it over and Frank says, it's a gun. <laughs> and Dad says, you're not a Democrat, are you? And Frank says, no. And Dana says, oh, thank God. <laughs> that... Like... Wow, it 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 says it all, doesn't it? It's like in this family, we care about hard liquor, humiliating women, guns.
2: But also, like, but also, like this this raging alcoholic. Like he has a photo of his daughter as a child, like just glued to his flask. Or it's like like there's an elastic band. It was just hastily put on. He's like, I don't know. Think of Stassi. Like that's. And also Stassi, I just have to say, she looks just like Hartford in this. I thought that was cute oh yeah that's true yeah but it's still like (laughs) and he's like yeah it's way i'll think thank you when i'm having having a little drink (laughs) yeah uh... so then frank says they ask him what he's been up to and he said that he was at oh no sorry this is the next day this is this is end of scene yeah is it yeah and yeah so the next day we're at stassi's and frank is saying that he was at huntington beach checking out the place he bought into okay this sounds like a timeshare to me (laughs) right that he said he bought into it if he did buy into anything i'm like you can't just what do you mean you bought into it
3: well then he says he has a partner so I thought he was trying to say that him and his partner bought a building together, but since he was working as a bartender, I don't really believe him. Like and Stasi kind of implies as much too. She's like, I don't know, he gives me these like really vague like stories about his job and
2: I don't really know. Yeah. If if there is any truth to this, I think he got roped into a timeshare <laughs> scam and it's like, yeah, I'm an, I'm a part owner um in Huntington Beach. So <laughs> and stasi wants to know how it went she's like she thinks it went well but she's like you know how did it go with my parents from your perspective frank as expected <laughs> she's yeah, like she's okay like, but can you... you elaborate
3: on that or he's like oh yeah. my god why don't you tell them that i thought they were the most wonderful parents in the world and i could so see how they would raise such a kind loving beautiful princess diva of a daughter <laughs> Like to have this amount of resentment and contempt after a two week long relationship is truly
2: wild. Yeah, his heart is brimming with just hateful hatred and rage. And he starts
3: ranting about how like, you know what, I think your mom's a lot like you. And I saw that your dad served under her reign, and now I'm serving under Stasi's reign. And all I do is be your personal assistant, and I hate it. I hate driving you places and doing things for you. And she's like, what you offer? Like, you offer to take me to work. Like, well, I thought you liked it. And he's just being so mean and rude. And she's like, I didn't even ask you to come over here today. <laughs> like, and, and so finally, she just goes outside to cry. And uh, he just quickly w- brushes right past her and starts walking down the street. And she's like, come back and talk to me. And He's like, you're so fucking selfish and you don't care about anyone else. You'd rather just have a pity party for yourself. You know what? You should find someone else to date because I'm not going to take shit from you. They break up right then and there on the street. On the street. Her with a mic on him without. She's not wearing shoes. They're just on the sidewalk. And she's just like, you're so like bipolar you're just changing your mood and you're, you're switching up so fast and like I don't get this and he's like keep it up I'm not gonna give you an option I'm just gonna walk and she's like don't threaten me and he's like I'm not threatening you I'm telling you and he scares the shit out of me in this scene um and so they break up and she just has to cry into her, her
2: sig like yeah she says going through two breakups in one summer god is trying to kill me <laughs> Yeah, it's horrible. She's crying, being like, what did I do wrong? I just introduced
3: you to my parents. Like, was I not good enough? And I'm like, this is just like on The Bachelor after the like hometown date. And then they're like, have to yes. they dump them in the ceremony after being like,
2: I don't want to fuck with your family. <laughs> yeah, I mean, your family and I don't know. Yeah, that that is the worst breakup of the whole show, especially since her
3: parents sacrifice her at the altar of Frank. So... Uh. It, absolutely um they're like we, you... we love this abusive guy actually that
2: we just met like a lot more than you <laughs> oh for sure um so i tried to check up with frank and he has a facebook page that he hasn't updated since 27 2018 2017 so it's been a while um but the posts i found were a mix between <laughs> a i'm mix sorry between... i have to pause can we pause um okay, so our Vanderpump vintage episodes don't usually come with the Where Are They Now, but uh Frank his speaking of scary, like his Facebook banner, it's a bunch of really scary looking bros with like backwards hats, just one's given a little deuces sign. Um, and then all of his posts <laughs> are about like natural medicine, which just really shows the Natural medicine to, like, white supremacist pipeline. Like, he shared an article. By using coconut oil, you you will be able to reverse cavities and help decompose teeth. Warning signs you're deficient in magnesium. And then it's just, like, Trump posts in between. <laughs> One of them is, if you buy into this shit, it's, like, some kind of liberal uh, New York Times article. Uh, if you buy into this shit, go get yourself some prescribed Stasi Schroeder Xanax, tag Stasi, for your anxiety and some Lisa Vanderpump cigarettes for your miserable attitude, laugh cry. Get the fuck out and go to Canada, fake ass, lying, sliming ass, nasty hoes. LMFAO. <laughs> so glad I left these backstabbing, dirty hoes to hashtag make America Great Again. Hashtag Trump Pence all day. <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's he's gotta have one of the scariest online presences and presences in general.
2: should <laughs> I read one more? One just one more, I suppose. Hashtag truth. People need to speak about poop emoji. (laughs) That's real. Hashtag real. Donald J. Trump may not solve all your problems, but he's putting his life on the line. Hashtag every damn day. So get off your yoga mat, get your stinky ass shower and go to wek. Hashtag go to wet W-E-K. I think he was trying to say work. Go oh, to go work, to, sis. <laughs> wo- go to work, mama. M- m- mfers. Next next to call me out. One of you gonna get fist emoji. <laughs> One of you's gonna get fisted. <laughs> well, he said it, it was actually fisted, and then it was poop, <laughs> cigarette, pill, the pill <laughs> emoji. The he put a black cop emoji, the dancing girls, a Irish flag, and a champagne bottle. So unsure. What you're gonna get? You're gonna need a lot of things (laughs) if you mess with him. (laughs) He's so funny. Quite the array.
3: Quite the array. (laughs) I know. And wasn't that really scary picture of all the like white criminals? Like his cover photo?
2: (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's what I was talking about. It's It's cover photo.
3: photo. (laughs) He wants that as his header. He's like, there's no more beautiful sight than a bunch of shirtless, greased up. Like, Limp biscuit fans ready to fight,
2: ready to gay bash someone. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they look like. I know, no, I'll I'll post it with this episode, because it is truly something to behold. Um, And other than that, we've never heard of him. Other than Stassi saying at one point on her podcast that he was, like, working at a deli in New York, maybe. But that's just what a listener told her, so undetermined. And
3: we we haven't even mentioned that he, did we mention that he tried to extort her and Lisa Vanderpump for her sex tape,
2: which he threatened to release publicly? We did not. We alluded to it. i sorry. I, I, I this is when I'm too deep and I forget that like not everyone has the full. He's a sex myth. criminal. He's a monster. Yeah. yeah. He did revenge porn.
3: He circulated. He made a- Jax look like a community
2: activist with a heart of gold. Yeah. 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 It really takes a lot to be, I probably the worst guy we've ever seen on this show. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he he's the only one who did the crime of of revenge porn, I think. So that puts... And, like, I feel like the other shitty men are just too lazy to even register to vote. But I feel like he's, like, registered Republican, like, there early on voting day, you know? Oh, I wouldn't
3: be surprised if he's drifted since his last post in 2018 all the fucking way to the whatever the Nazi party is in the United States. Yeah
2: i believe they're called the republican party <laughs> no republican. but i'm telling you
3: there's a further right that's coming yeah
2: no no that's true um it's true so yeah and that's that's that for today i want to thank everyone for letting us have this this beautiful this moment for mental health and enjoyment and joy and we hope we spread some of that to you i love you Bye.
0: revoir, mes amours. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar
1: Network. Sonar! How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment.